Hello and welcome back to another service here at the Altar of Noise. My name is Josh and I'm joined as always by my good friend Simon. Simon, how's it going? Yeah, it's going good, mate. Yeah, good, 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 good. Yeah, good, good, good. Can't complain. So we were just chatting and uh, Simon, the word making around the streets is that you're potentially getting some ink. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm getting some tats. It's yeah. about time. Yeah. Considering I've wanted tattoos since I was like fucking... Nine. <laughs> so, yeah. So you're going to finally be one of the cool kids, mate? Yep. Either that or I'm going to make an uncle. Nah, not possible. Nah, it's not possible. Pretty much all tattoos are cool. Mm-hmm. Well, I say that. <laughs> there are some fucking weird ones out there. There but is. Everyone's choice, everyone's decision. Yeah. Actually, uh, where Meg and I were watching something the other day. Somebody was getting laser tattoo removal, but they had... It was a tattoo on their face Oof. along their jawline. Oof. And I'm just like, you fucking idiot. That's that's going to hurt. Yeah. That's going to hurt. That's going to fucking suck majorly. Mm. I don't understand. Okay, firstly, I, I've never been a big fan of tattoos that come up above the neck and onto the head and face. Like I've never been a fan of that sort of stuff. Yep. But then to get one like on your face along your jawline and then to be like, you know what, maybe it wasn't the best life choice. <laughs> Gonna get a tattoo, gonna get it removed. You just put yourself through a world of pain. Oh yeah, fucking oath. That shit's meant to be real painful. Yeah, and you got to have like six fucking sessions or something as oh, well. Oh yeah, and like his was a bl- uh, black ink tattoo, so it's gonna take even longer. So mm. like the lighter colors, it's easier for them to get rid of, but the dark colors. I mean, but- I've got one on my foot that I've really, I've thought about getting rid of, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, I might just go over it. But it's also black ink. And- yeah. I still haven't found anything to replace it with yet. Mm. But yeah. I always said I'd, I would never get anything removed. Yeah. Nah. Nah. I don't think so. Nah. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. There are, there's <laughs> one on my back left shoulder that I'm – on my shoulder blade that I'm just like, oh, what a life choice. That was fucking stupid. But – actually, the one on my foot's fucking stupid. But um, – <laughs> Well, is it like you don't like it or they're just not very good – like they're not done very well. Okay, the one on my back left shoulder, it's kind of a bit cheesy and dumb. It's yep. the Perfect Circle logo, which I always forget it, that I have that. Yeah. But it's just got um, a quote from, uh, who was that uh, comedian in the early 90s? Um, uh, wore glasses. Bill Hicks. Yeah, Bill Hicks. Yeah. Uh, he said it, it, it says it's a ride. Yeah. It's just a ride. It's just um, a ride. Yeah, but it's got like it's done in like the runic writing that came from the Perfect Circle logos. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it just doesn't look particularly great. So I'm thinking about getting that one covered over or doing something to it. But the one on the top of my foot, you know, that's the ex-wife's initials. But, <laughs> look, we all make stupid <laughs> life choices. Um, I just haven't found anything to cover it yet with. It's got to be something big because it's not a small thing. Mm. Nowadays, just when anyone asks me about it, they're like, oh, what's that? I was like, oh, somebody's dead. <laughs> That's harsh, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> um, oh, yes. Yeah, I'm yeah. getting inked up. Good. You know, I, I played my cards properly. 
So I've wanted a tattoo since, like I said, I was like nine, you know, getting into metal, seeing all my favourite rock stars are all fucking tatted up. I'm like, yes, yes, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. I'm getting my nipple pierced and I'm getting tattoo. For some reason I stopped at getting my nipple pierced. I forgot you got your nipple pierced. Yep. Um, <laughs> and so like, yeah, I was, but I was like, you know what? I reckon in like, let's say 18 years, nah, more. Let's say in like 28 years, I reckon my sister will be an excellent tattooist. <laughs> <laughs> and I reckon I'll be able to get some free ones off of her. Yeah. The day has come. Yeah. She's a pretty amazing tattooist. She's very good. Yeah. She's very good. I really, I admire her style. It's not something that I would get tattooed on me. But I admire what she does. Yeah, yeah. She's um she does realism. So she yeah. does like lots of portraits and shit. Yeah, and amazing fine just line insane. work. Yeah. It's so so yeah, I'm getting like a just a massive back tattoo of Brandon Boyd's face. Absolutely. <laughs> His hair better be flowing in it. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's going to be it's not actually I've changed my mind just now. <laughs> it's now going to be Brandon Boyd in the pose of Jesus Christ <laughs> ascending. <laughs> what it should be though is it should be – you should have him on your chest though in that Jesus Christ pose with his hands over your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've, I mean, just, we've just lost all our religious followers. I mean, I mean one of them is already pierced. So yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> oh. oh, oh wow! I mean, it's called ultra oh. noise, and so yeah. 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 I mean, we when we first started up, I, I don't know if you saw it because I I swiftly deleted them. But there was people who were quite religious people who were annoyed that we were called ultra of noise. Yeah, how dare you bring God into us? Or a few of them. Yeah, which were just hilarious. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious, but I was like, I'm, I'm better just. Swiftly get rid of these so people don't actually think that it's anything to do with religion. Yeah, oh, there's anything wrong with religion, but yeah, it's just all, like all that. Where, yeah, because we're we're not discussing religion no, on this. Oh God, no. We're just praising yeah. noise. I mean, if we're going to discuss the religion, we'd bring up creed. ocean size. Oh, creed. <laughs> <laughs> Got my ocean size in there. <laughs> I mean, that is a religion. So it some. is. It is. It was 12 years since they broke up this week. Ah, just like the 12 apostles. Oh, (laughs) and it was also, it also, (laughs) oh, this is going to be a fun episode. It's also, um, it also marked them being dead for as long as they were alive, Ocean Size, as a band. Only lasted 12 years. Mm, They they, they were around for 12 years and then they've now been broken up for 12 years. It's a sad day. It is. It's a sad day. It's been the roughest 24 years of your life. <laughs> I mean, what sucks is I didn't discover them right at the beginning of their 12 years. <laughs> yeah. Um, you but anyway, to... anyway. Yeah, anyway. We're back to Brandon Boyd and my nipples. Let's go. <laughs> even better, instead of being like open palms, it's like in a pinching motion just underneath them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, uh, I wonder if she can make it look like he's holding it, like hanging off Sw- of it. Swinging off of it. And then I get the other nipple pierced. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. Of course we have to have a bit of humour when we discuss new metal, so. <laughs> that is the shittest segue yeah, you've done, but sure. I mean, it's, it was No, great. this is the segue. Some people would think that Incubus 
a part of new metal. Are they really? No. No, I wouldn't say <laughs> no. that. But a lot of people put them in there. I mean, that first album, maybe. Maybe. That's about it. Yeah. So guess what the topic is today, people? <laughs> uh, nipples. No, it is about <laughs> new metal and whether certain albums are particularly new metal-ish and where they fall into the whole spectrum of things. Mm. So this article, we found an article about it. I've got 10 albums to discuss. Uh, and we're kind of going to get, go through and decide whether we did, whether we think they're new metal or not. I think particularly about those albums, not necessarily about the people themselves. Because I think, I mean, we could always have that conversation at the larger point, but. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the album, the the article. From Re- Revolver Mag. Is from Revolver Mag. And these are 10 albums that are typically thrown in with new metal. Yep. They straddle the line. Yes. Yeah, so, so we're going we're gonna to ignore what they've written. Yeah. And come up with our own opinions as to whether these albums in particular are new metal or not. Yes, agreed. Now, we have a definition. We have a definition. And this is what we're going on for yep. whether we define it as new metal or not. Yes. And I got it from the most reliable source on the internet Reddit. Facebook. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> Reddit's way more reliable. Yeah. Um, so, it's a pretty good one. It's one that we both agree with. So, new metal uses heavily down-tuned instruments to create a very heavy groove, most often paired with high squealing guitar noises. And though there might be rap vocals, it is frequently sung. So while there may be rap, it is the heavy groove and down-tuned instruments and the syncopated but simplistic drumming that sets new metal apart from other forms of metal. Mm. Now, we must also add to that, I guess, the imagery of new metal. Yeah. A lot of new metal um, tended to have that frat boy look. I guess you would yeah. maybe frat boy look with sometimes like cyberpunk-esque things into it. A, a, a slightly, it, a slightly industrial. Yeah. Yeah. So there was definitely an image for new metal and the bands, you know, eyebrow ring. Some weird goatee, <laughs> flame tats. Frosted tips in there. Yeah. So, you know, there's also the imagery that um, is associated with the genre of new metal. Yes. So, yeah, there's our definition of what we're basing our, our opinions on. Yeah, absolutely. All righty. So, let's start off with a big one to start with. Deftones. White Pony. Mm. Now, I kind of fall into the line that this, whilst this has elements of, like, oh, there's quite a few, uh, to me, there's quite a few songs that fit that mold of what they're talking about uh, of new metal. I don't know if I would put the entire, I wouldn't say this entire album is a new metal album. Yeah, I don't think it is yeah. at all. For me, if I was to just give him a genre for this album, it would be shoegaze-influenced alt metal. Yeah, yeah. 
Because there's a couple of tracks on there that I think, you know, are quite, that do have that, when you talk about the the groove, mm. they talk a bit about it with new metal, like obviously Back to School, uh, yeah. uh, Street Carp. Yeah. I would almost put Knife Party in there as well. Kind of uh, groovy. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you know, then you've got songs like Passenger. Mm. You know, that, that's not particularly... A new metalish sounding song. No, I think another thing that we have to mention is uh, lyrically what new metal was usually leaning towards as well. Like lyrically, it was a lot of hedoism and like uh, personal feelings, usually associated with depression or aggression. Yeah. Chino doesn't write lyrics like that. They're very much he paints a mood or a visual and just leaves the whole thing open to interpretation. Yeah. Not that some, not that all new metal bands do what no, I no, said, we... but the majority you can place into those categories, I think. Yeah. I mean, there are certain like, and when you think about like, some people talk about, you know, the rap, his sounding, singing, sounding. There are elements in that with a couple of his songs, mm. but there's not enough that I would go, yep, totally White Pony. White Pony is a new metal album. Yeah. Now, I think some of the later, some of the other albums have a bit more new metal. I think earlier stuff does, but I think yeah. White Pony's definitely when they went, this is Deftones, this is our sound, we're not new metal. I, I, I think this is definitely the album where they've kind of moved away from that. I'd agree, though, that some of their earlier stuff you could probably throw into new metal. Oh, yeah, like adrenaline around the fur. Yeah. And then pretty much from – then everything pretty much after that is White Pony, white pony onwards. Then you get into things like Diamond Eyes, which is very yeah. much a, not a new metal album to me. And I think also now we use Deftones as a genre. Yeah. Like we interchange that as a genre. Like Loathe, who I've gone on about, you know, everyone's like, oh, they, they have that Deftones sound, which is like – Old metal with this shoegazy influence soundscape stuff. You would describe it as new metal if it was new metal. You wouldn't yeah. describe it as Deftones. Yeah, exactly. In, in my head, it's amazing that, an, that a band has gone to that point that they are their own genre, in a sense. Yeah, especially in that particular realm of music. Mm. Yeah, know, a lot of people go, "Oh, is, what does it sound like? Sounds like Deftones." Yeah, which yep. is great. Great band. Brilliant band. I adore that album as well. So yes, yes, it's pretty good. It, it's it's a good. <laughs> so, Deftones, uh, White Pony, not new metal. Not new metal. Moving on, Faith No More, the real thing. Mm. What's your first opinion? No. Why? Why? All right. So I believe I said this on the the new metal. Overview we done a while back. Um, Faith No More predates new metal. Mm. So did they influence? Absolutely, they influenced new metal, but they're not new metal. Um, this album in particular, to me at least, I, I associate the sound more with grunge and punk. Like it's real punkish in its delivery. Like Surprise You're Dead is like half a thrash song. <laughs> Patton is rapping in certain sections 
which is clearly his hip-hop influence coming through. But I don't think it's a main feature throughout his album and it's not a main feature of Patton. Patton likes to, out of every vocalist in the heavy realm, he's one who really likes to try the whole range of vocal deliveries that are on show. You can describe them as groove bass, but it's more funky. Yeah. If you get what I mean. Like groove can mean lots of different things, but I think the new metal groove, it has a feeling. It has a certain. This is, this is going to sound meaner than what I've sounded to, but there's a, there's a formulaic nature to a bunch of new metal groove, whereas yeah. with Faith No More, it's kind of Groovy and funky because it's kind of not as formulaic. There's like, yeah, there's different patterns to a lot of it. Yeah, I mean, I'd again, if I was to to give this album a genre in particular, I'd say it's like alt metal grunge. Mm. Like I do hear a lot of grunge influence in there, and it came out in uh, nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, eighty nine. So you, you're at the beginning of grunge anyway. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, for me, it's not. And you take the biggest out, the biggest track that came off of it, Epic. Mm. That is not. I think the only thing to me that kind of makes that kind of have that new metal sound is his vocals. But everything else is different. Yeah, like the fact that they've got a guitar solo in there. Yeah, um, guitar solos don't happen in new metal. Oh God, no! And if they do, it's by accident. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's still a very good album. I'm not a huge Faith No More fan, but to me this is like I could see where they can get the task from because it is the influence of it all. Yeah. But to me this is, like you said, this would be funk grunge or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Something something completely different. Yeah. But, you know, we we do kind of have to thank slash blame Faith No More for a bunch of uh, new metal, so. Yeah, and look, the influence is definitely there. I think Mike... Hassan can be new metal. Yeah, but he is also a... He's a chameleon. He can do yeah, anything. He's also released an album of 50s Italian pop songs. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it's not a surprise that he raps. Yeah. Because he also does, you know, swing. He also does extreme fucking guttural roaring. He does... Yeah. He yeah. really explores what he can do. Yeah. So... Rapping obviously is something to be explored. Yeah, we're so we're currently zero for two because uh, faith no more big thing, uh, real thing, the real thing. Sorry, uh, not new metal, not new metal. Okay, we we must say as well though we're we're judging if these albums are new metal or not, not whether we like them or not. <laughs> oh God, no, 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 because uh, you know. We've both professed our yeah. love for and and I I just want to clear something up. Oh God! I don't care if people call these new metal in the real world. If you went, this is a new metal album. Oh! If if you if you said if you think these are new metal, that's fine. Yeah. Just this would be a very boring episode if we just went. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, we're being assholes yeah. today. <laughs> we're telling you whether it's new metal or not. Yeah. So metal enjoy us it. being assholes. Right. Moving on to the next one. Yeah. Fear Factory obsolete. I'll start us off. You start us off. This isn't new metal. No, it's not. <laughs> this is to me kind of an early indicator of like industrial metal. Mm. Um, more so. 
to me, there's no real. Don't okay. Do also want to say, fucking love Fear Factory. Mm-hmm. Love this album. Mm-hmm. The fact that they've got a Gary Newman song on there is brilliant. But it's a the nature and how they play is a lot of that. Yes, it is that formulae chugging that you kind of get with new metal. However, it's a lot more driven. It's a lot, you know, the drumming goes along with that as mm. well. It's about fe- uh, feeling a beat and pushing forward. Yeah. It's way too technical to be considered. Yeah, it's metal. pretty crisp. Like, um, although there is some groove, like you think of Edge Crunch, uh, Edge Crusher. Crusher that's, the drafting nature. Yeah. Like, that's a fucking neck snapper, that song. Um Although it has groove, it is quite precise. They're yeah. always aiming to sound like a machine. Yeah. Which is the opposite to what we perceive as groove. Yeah. Shock. This is just like neither here or there for the argument. Shock is fucking brilliant. <laughs> like me and my mate Aaron used to drive around Mount Gambia with Shock and he, I don't know why, his stock speakers in his car could just handle bass really fucking well. So we used to fucking put that up obnoxiously loud, only like you can when you're fucking 17. And when they do that big fucking bass drop, when it k- kicks yep. in, ah, oh, it was heaven. Um, I used to, yeah, I remember first car I had, only had one subwoofer in it. But then Only had one subwoofer in it. Yeah. And then I went out and I got uh, it was, uh, money I got from like one of our first ever jobs working in a factory making uh, corn chips and tortillas. Um, I <laughs> that sounds like a dream job. <laughs> uh, I was in Victoria. So <laughs> um, uh, I had, um, I went out and bought two subwoofers, two new ones, and uh, proceeded to. Uh, blast a lot of like stuff that had heavy driving bass. Yeah. You best believe that Fear Factory got a thrashing. Yeah. Just that drop in shock. And that's mm. how they opened their album. And this just comes uh, two years before uh, or three years before uh, Digimortal. Yeah. See, there's more of an argument for Digimortal, I think. Yes. Um, I still wouldn't consider that, but that, you know, is at least closer to the realm. I always thought of Fear Factory as like industrial death metal. Yeah. Yep. And it's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to kind of hearing, but they've got a new vocalist. Mm, he sounds good. Mm. He sounds good. So they're touring I'm, now. Their tour started like yesterday. And, yeah, they're touring with Static X. Yeah. An um, actual new metal band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, as much as I love this album, it's uh, not. It is definitely not. New metal. Okay, moving up to the next one. Mm. Glassjaw, everything you wanted to know about Silence. Okay. Simon, I know fuck all about Glassjaw. Glassjaw. Well, if you called this like new metal, this mm-hmm. is when I'd punch you in the face. Okay. There's no fucking way this is new metal. Okay. No way. Yep. Um, did you say the album? Yes, everything you wanted to know about silence. Yes. This is just post-hardcore emo. It's mm. all it is. They're way too messy. They're way too chaotic. They're way too noisy. I'm gobsmacked that this is even on this list. The only reason I can think of is two reasons. One, that was, this album came out on Roadrunner. And two, 
Ross Robinson? I knew it was one of the big ones. Ross Robinson produced it, who done all your favourite new metal bands. Born Slipknot, et cetera. Et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, no, no. These guys are post-hardcore fucking gods. So I listened to a few tracks to kind of understand what they are because I've always heard of Glassjaw, but I've yeah. never listened to them. Love them. Uh, I wasn't a fan, but I didn't like his voice. Yeah, his voice. Maybe it's in this album in particular. Maybe this album awesome. in particular, the sound is very raw and thin, the way yeah. Ross Robinson does things. Yeah, I was about to say, that's the only thing that to me that could have tied it to new metal was the fact that it sounded uh, do-it-yourself-ish yeah. in that sense, but that's, raw. Yeah, that's Robinson's. MO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, everything else is just like, uh, this sounds to me like a, I don't know, something along the lines of some emo punk band, hardcore yeah. band. Yep. You're right. Yeah. You're right. That's what they are. Production wise, like I I like Coloring in Book, Coloring Book by Glassjaw. Mm-hmm. Um, that's got, I think, way better production. His voice is like that. It's it's a higher pitched vocals. He kind of dances around the notes in a way that kind of Chino does, mm-hmm. but he has that that emo hardcore yeah. high pitched voice, so it can be grating. Yeah, so it can be grating. But his screams are just like he's just screaming yeah. the pain away. Like it's just there's no there's no technique behind yeah. it. It's just yeah. and I love it. It's lovely. So machine head, no glass drawer. Glass drawer, everything I wanted to know about. You need wanted to know about silence? No. Not new metal. Uh moving on. Machine head. Burning red. I don't know any machine head. I know some. So this is going to be pretty uh, – uh, if I'm just basing it off of this album. Which we eh, are. I can kind of see it, but I don't. Like, yeah. So you're, you're, you're on the fence? Yeah. All right. Let me, let me tell you mine. I would class this as new metal. Okay. Okay. I'm not a massive Machine Head fan. Uh, I only know a few songs, um, predominantly off a different album. Mm-hmm. Funnily enough, I kind of always consider them as metal more than new metal. Like mm-hmm. metal's very broad, and Machine Head don't particularly have a unique sound. So to yeah. me, I just went there metal. Like they're just <laughs> out there somewhere. Um, we'll find a genre for them eventually. But I had only really heard bits and pieces. Um, but listening to this album for this podcast, I'm going to class them as new metal. The opener, Enter the Phoenix, is very new metal. It <laughs> starts with one, two, fuck this place up, which, come on, that's new metal yeah. as fuck. Um, the verse is an actual rap section with turntable scratches. Nothing left kind of has like a soulfly kind of vibe to it. Um, Desire to Fire is another rap verse yelling chorus thing. Despite what this article says, mm. there is a bunch of rapping on this album, a mm. bunch. And it's like rap verses sung, yelled choruses throughout an MO of um, new metal. Uh, there is a lot of bounce to their songs. Mm-hmm. To me, it's... More like new metal than like groove metal or funk metal. Yeah. 
Um, and me and my mate used to listen to the cover of Message in a Bottle, which is apparently off this album, which I didn't know. We used to listen to that quite yeah. a lot back in the day. Guess who produced it? Ross Robinson. <laughs> Ross Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that guy would be sitting on a fucking pile of gold coins. Yeah. Scrooge McDuck. Fucking oath. Yeah. Oh, look, I'm happy to to go with that. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know any machine head. Was, yeah, I mean. It was never really in my sphere. Yeah, no. I, it wasn't really in my sphere either. No. Only a song here or there. So machine head, burning red. Is new metal. It is new metal. Alrighty. Okay. Getting into the big guns now. Yeah. Aren't we? Mudvayne LD50. Mm. So I can see the argument for it being new metal. I can also see the argument for it not being new metal. Stop sitting on the fence. I, I, taking a bold stance. I lean towards saying that this is new metal. Mm-hmm. Um, the have to admit, LD fifty fucking got some groovy tunes in it. Mm-hmm. As much as it is kind of a very structured groove in their nature, um, the vocals. Um, just thinking of um, uh, Pharmacopia. He's. Uh, does your God come in a capsule? You know, it's kind of got that groove to it. A little bit of a could say there's a little bit of hip hop sound to it. Um, but yes, I I've always kind of thought of Mudvayne as new metal mm-hmm. in this, but uh, but I understand the other side of the coin, which I think believe you're about to now say. Yes, on the other side of the coin. Yes, I am. I am not. And I think I also mentioned this on our new metal overview EP. Um, there is some rapping, and they clearly have the outlandish, cartoonish image that some mm. new metal acts had. Yeah. But to me, that's kind of where the comparisons end. The songs are just too complex. They center a lot of their sound around the bass, which is why it's so prevalent in the mix, yeah. which is at odds to what most new metal bands do. Like I said, songs feature odd time signatures. To me, more thought out lyricism. On this album, we're not going to talk <laughs> about Dial Boy on this album. Um, you know, it's symbolism of the occult, references to drugs, science throughout. It's got more in common with prog metal than new metal in my mind. Mm. They describe themselves as math metal yes. and I would agree with that 100%. Yeah. If I was going to put them in anything, it would be probably math metal. Yeah. Although they're on the more simplistic side of it, oh, yeah. it's still definitely more progressive and more thought out than what. I'm also kind of basing it a little bit on the sound as well. Like I understand what you're talking about with the time signatures. They do have mm. this, you know, the, the uh, it, they are slightly odd, but the sound behind it's like the guitar. To me, that sounds new metal. Isn't yeah, it? but it's the, a little the bit bass of is very prevalent in the mix. Like you just got to. Think of dig. Well, yeah. I mean, that's but like all the way throughout, like negative one. Yeah. Um, uh, the what's the other one? The, the single Death Blooms. Yeah. Yeah, I get that, but I don't think that should stop it from being. To me, that to me that just adds a layer to it. 
does Adelaide take it away from New Middle? I don't think so. Because essentially yeah, it's just a second, just, to me it's just a second guitar. Yeah, but I don't think that's the New Metal sound. Like a New Metal <laughs> sound to is think. more guitar driven as we yeah. said in the, in the description. Yeah, it's I'm, a tr- lot. I'm, I'm trying to think of New Metal albums where it's been more bass forward and unfortunately I can't. There's no one that really jumps to my mind that has like a bass forward sound that world class is new metal. Mm. Um, look, I see where you're coming from. I mean, we can we can agree to, to disagree. disagree. Yeah, I mean, I I would still class as as new metal. I think I as think they that, go further into their career, they simplify their songs. Yeah, and there's probably more of an argument for. Lost and found, yeah, and stuff after that, all which I don't know. <laughs> I don't all know any of those for, the, for the people, whatever it was. Yeah, uh, I still remember when we they played the. It was me, Mark, Jeremy, and I don't know if you were there. Maybe Jim was. Big day out. No, no, no. We saw. Uh, we were at Jeremy's old place. They Mudvayne had just announced they'd released his new single off of the for the people. Oh yeah, I was there. Yeah, and, and Mar- it was dull boy. Yeah, and they played it, and Mark curled up in a ball underneath the table, yeah. and basically started weeping. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a heartbreaker. That one. Yeah, that was that was horrible. Lost and found, like it's it, it at least had some good songs on it. Yeah, like the Happy's songwriting was good. Yeah, Happy's. Yeah, that's off there. Yeah. Um, Determines a good song. Yeah, pushing through is a good song. So that, there was a couple off that, but then like yeah, They're like the second half of it just starts to go off a cliff. Oh yeah. Well yeah. off a cliff. Yeah. All right. So on this occasion. Yeah. We're, Mudvayne, we're LD50, it's both new metal and not new metal. <laughs> Depends who you come and ask. Yeah. If you come and ask the person who's right, it's new metal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Another big one. Rage Against the Machine. Rage Against the Machine. Mm. Simon, what do you think? <gasps> no. Why? All right, so I'm actually going to take a little bit from the article. There is a difference between rap metal and new metal. Rap metal only needs rap. Its focus is solely on rap. Hip-hop influenced bass lines are usually incorporated, but they're not necessary. New metal is groove-based. Although it can have rapping in it, it doesn't necessarily need it. For instance, Blind by Corn. Zach Del Rocker raps. Mm-hmm. His focus is on his flow and like a lot of rap, it's very political. Uh, New Metal doesn't typically dive into politics, not very often. Um, Although he does yell and scream, it's not how I would describe him as a vocalist. He's a rapper. Tom Morello does what you could call guitar solos if you want to call as guitar solos, Um, which again doesn't always feature in New Metal. Rage Against the Machine also predates new metal. Yes. Like Faith No More. That one came out in 92. Yes. Like like um, Faith No More, did they influence new metal? 100%. But I would class this as rap metal. It's heavy rap, not new metal. Yeah, I would probably lean more along the lines of it being a rap punk metal thing. Yeah. Their, their their sound is quite funky. Like 
as much as I think Tom Morello's a dickhead, yep. um, he has a real funk to his sound with his guitar. Mm. It's got like, a real groove. Um, what's the bassist name? Tim Comma Ford. He's his bass lines are fucking yeah. There's like a bomb track. A bomb track. This is a do 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 do. Yeah, and like the drummer. I mean, you can you can the drummer you can say as well for new metal. They kind of majority of the time are just the foundation. Yeah, they just lay it down. But he also has like him and Tim mm-hmm. that that um. They provide section, the support for that rhythm to, section. Is yeah. funky. Yeah, they they provide the support for Tom to be a wanker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so for look me, at, looking at that album though, oof. fucking what cover! <laughs> Rage just came out of nowhere, just dropped a bunch of fucking banging albums, and then fucked off. <laughs> like oh, bomb track, killing in the name of bullet in the head. Um, know your enemy. Yeah, yeah. They're they're one of the bands, and this happened today because I was finishing this off today. My notes for it, where I was like, I already knew in my head. I'm like, no, they're not new metal, but I want to listen to the album. Put it on, and they're one of the bands where I like, I know how good they are, but I forget how good they are. And then you put it on, you're just like, fuck me, (laughs) like really. I see. I I have that occasionally with like. Incubus, yeah, because like I, it'll just playlist, 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 all this random bullshit. Then suddenly, like an Incubus song goes on, I was like, oh my god, I fucking love this band. Yeah, um, but yeah, that that album is just incredible. Was it this? To me, that gets me is like you you think about it, like Killing in the Name of is like the second track on the little list. The first one is Bomb Track. Yeah, so you start with that bass line, yeah, just to welcome you, and there's like this the guitar squeal going on. It's just another bomb track. And like yeah. you, I agree with what you're saying about Zach. Yeah, I fucking love. I actually really like him as a um as a vocalist. Yeah, so there's, there's a passion to his vocals which you don't yeah. get with a lot of bands. And live, he's incredible. Yeah, live, he's absolutely incredible. Um, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes to yeah. everything. Rage. Yes, agreed. Praise be to Rage. <laughs> Please don't leave again. And oh, just continue to make songs and fix our world. I mean, they're, they're going to. Please. What, what, what else are they going to do? Well, I don't know. They fucked off for ages. Yeah, well, waiting all those years for Zach to bring out his um, solo album. Brought out one song and it was a fucking banger. And What did he – did he do that one with the lion? Oh, yeah, One Day as a Lion, yeah. which is him and um, John Theodore, who was the original Mars Volta drummer. Yes. Who is now the drummer for Queens of the Stone Age. Oh, really? Yep. That yeah. was pretty cool. That was a cool little thing. Yeah, I didn't mind that. That it was, was just something a little bit different. That was pretty cool. Um, but he brought out a solo song called yeah. Digging Your Windows or Digging the Windows, something like that. And that's just fucking incredible. I suppose also he did – um. A couple of tracks with uh, Run the Run Jewels. The Jewels. Yeah. And just recently done a track oh. with Algiers. Yes. I'll send you album. Shook. Want to call it? <laughs> I hope I'm right. But yeah. Anyway, Rage Against the <laughs> I digress. Machine. Rage Against the Machine, Rage Against the Machine. Uh, not New Metal. Not. Now, Rob Zombie. Woohoo. Hellbilly Deluxe. 
I would make the case that they are. This album is new metal. Okay, I would um, make the case they're not. Yeah, I. Okay, obviously with Rob Zombie, you're going to get some very occultish uh, themes. <laughs> yes, uh, just some. Just some. Uh, but like, there's nothing. There's some pretty groovy songs on here. Yeah. Like you know. Yeah. And every now and again, they have some slower moments in new metal. It's not always about drive force, like Living yes, Dead Girl. Mind you, the groove on that. Fucking groovy as shit. And then you got Dragula. Yeah. Through the what a fucking that is a fucking great song. It's a good album. It's a really good album. I kind of forgot about it until I was looking at this list. I'm like, man, fucking what? There's some great songs like you know, Super Beast, Demonoid Phenomenon. Yeah. Um, there's some really good. I would. To me, I would class this as new metal just because mm-hmm. of the sound. Um, mm-hmm. No, there's no rap. I don't understand that mm-hmm. it's Rob Zombie. There's no fucking rap um, style lyrics or yeah, yeah. Um, singing vocals. But the rest of it, to me, has tendencies to be more towards new metal. Okay. To me, Rob Zombie has more in common with Ministry, Nine Inch Nails and Manson than they do new metal. I don't class any of them as new metal. They're all industrial metal. Mm-hmm. I I kind of yes, there's groove, but I think it's delivered more directly. It's more. What was the word you used earlier? Driven. Yep. It's because it's industrial. Because I class it as industrial. I feel it's more of that machine groove than. That kind of human swing. Um, like you said, there's no hip hop influence at all. I don't know. I think Rob Zombie was lazily put into there because he fits the aesthetic yeah. and feel. But I think I think a couple you could take a couple of the tracks off of there and say that they are new metalish. Mm. Similar to you could take a couple of tracks off of like White Pony and say they are new metalish. Yeah. Not necessarily the same, but I think when you look at the – based on what you're saying, if you look at the album as a whole, it's not a new metal album. Yeah. But there's, there's new, metal, new metal elements. And this one I was probably the closest to sitting on the fence with, but yeah. the more I thought of it, the more I kept coming to it's industrial. Like yeah. I can really hear Ministry vibes in it and Manson vibes. Not early Manson, more – like mechanical animals, yeah, golden age grotesque. Yeah, I was thinking, uh, I hadn't really thought of it until you said ministry, mm. and I was like, ah, uh, yeah, 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 I can see that fitting. I'm still gonna stand by my guns and say this is new metal because you do that. I'm gonna stand by my guns and say yeah. it's not, and we we can both be wrong. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Rob Zombie, Hellbelly Deluxe. Uh, yes. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It's your choice. Okay. Here we go. Sepultura Roots. Sepultura. What do you think? Uh, I didn't think this was up for debate. I didn't think it was new metal at all. Nah. I mean, I fucking love this album. Mm. It is probably one of my all-time favourite albums. Yeah. Um, Just fucking... Just going back and re re looking at the 
the album from the first for the first eight songs just fucking straight up bangers. Yes. 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 I would have always I've always kind of classed Sepultura as kind of like tribal metal. Yeah, I think there's a lot of thrash in there. Yes. I think there's a lot of groove metal, but that groove is of a tribal yeah. sense. Yeah, you look at fucking things like Cutthroat, that's just some straight up thrash. I mean, to give you, to give ourselves more mm. backing on that, they said that they really focused on nailing down the influence of Brazilian percussion. So much so, they brought in Carl Nilhos Brown, a famous Brazilian percussionist, to compose all the percussive interludes and sections on the album. Mm. Uh, the album also featured the indigenous uh, Zavante tribe in Monto Grasso to perform rhythmic percussion, chanting and lyrical themes. They really pushed for it. You, you mentioned th- – oh, I mentioned thrash. Uh, you mentioned the the kind of groove metal mm. thing. There's a lot of punk attitude on it. Yeah, dictatorship. Yeah. Hey, but yeah. Just FYI, guess who produced this? <laughs> Yeah, I know who produced it. <laughs> Ross Robinson. <laughs> um, there's more of an argument for Soulfire, but even then I wouldn't class them as new metal. I wouldn't class Soulfire as new metal as well. They're, 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 more, they're closer to that, but they're still, they're still nowhere near. I just can't get over like, it. Again, similar to what you had with... Um, Glassdraw. Yeah, but, but like... I fucking thrashed this album. This used to actually be uh, when I was like year 12 and I, I would play music when I was going to sleep. Sometimes I would play this. Yeah. And like you would think fucking, you know, Roots, bloody Roots. Yeah. That's not going to put you to sleep. Fucking did because yeah. I fucking loved it. Yeah. It's okay. just this nice soothing. To me it was kind of, I don't know what it was. It was just this thing that happened in my head. I was just like, oh, this is fucking what I need. Yeah. This Album was one of the first albums that got me into metal, thanks to my next door neighbor mm. and his older brothers. I can't remember who, but a friend of mine had a DVD, a Sepultura DVD, and Sepultura. It had uh, like all the film clips, but then it had clips of them performing live in Brazil, and it's oh. like a gazillion fucking people in a field, and them doing like fucking Chaos AD or something. Yeah. And I was just like. Fuck. They're massive. <laughs> like, fuck. Chaos. Just the sound. Like, oh, it's so heavy. Yeah. It's not new metal. No, no. It's grip. just a fucking great album. Okay. Interesting one. Mm. Slipknot. Iowa. Iowa. Are you mm. waiting for me? Or you want to This is actually the last album on the list. It is. This is a big one to finish on. <gasps> yes, it is. Okay, we'll do a countdown. And we'll say whether we say it is or not. Okay. So we three, two, one, and go. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one, yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll go first. Okay, you go first. This is to me one of the quintessential slip uh to me new new metal-ish sounds. Hmm. It's that they did have some groove through there. Do you look at the vocals? Could be considered rap singing type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, just delivered at a frenetic pace. 
is not particularly bass-driven. It's more guitar-driven than anything. Drums also play a big part. That sound is quite... To me, it's just what I think of when I think of new metal. And then they play... Then, of course, in this album, they do have some a little bit more... A little bit more singing than you would get from the self-titled. Um, like... um. Fuck, why can't I remember the name of the songs right now? Left Behind. Yeah. My Plague. Yep. Mm. So to me, this is like one of the quintessential. Okay. I'm prepared for you to tell me that I'm wrong, so. Okay. You are wrong. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No. So that's interesting that this comes up as, like, I I know why... All right, so again, I think I mentioned it on that fucking episode that Slipknot, I don't consider new metal. I think this was, I think they were lazily lumped into new metal because there was nothing like it and new metal was like in and Mm. still we're working out what new metal is. To me... They're way too chaotic and heavy to be considered new metal. With the success of this album, Joey Jordison dragged Blast Beats into mainstream. Blast Beats aren't in new metal. Name a new metal act that has Blast Beats that isn't Slipknot. There isn't any because it's not a new metal thing. Mm. Let alone a new metal act. (laughs) that had an album that debuted at number one in the UK. Like I mean, he cool. dragged fucking blast beats into the mainstream. Death metal, extreme metal, fucking hardcore. I'd use all those genres before I use new metal to describe this. There is less hip hop on this uh, influence on this album. I do agree there is some kind of rapping on it, the way Corey Taylor does his thing. Yeah. But for the most part, it's singing and abrasive fucking screaming, like disaster piece, everything ends. It's That's people equal shit. People equal shit. It's too heavy. It's way too heavy mm. in the same sense that Sepultura Roots is too heavy. I, I just – there's too much. And like when we use extreme metal, we think of like – Fucking insane extreme metal. Mm. Um, like the likes of like Dillinger, I guess you can throw in there and Berserker and stuff like that. Yes, I know they're not as fucking insane as them, but it's still it's still extreme there's a, metal. There's a chaotic nature to what they do. There is a massive and look, there's there could be an argument to say Left Behind is a new metal song. I wouldn't agree with that. As a whole, this isn't a new metal album. And I find it interesting that you think it like you, you hear it as a quintessential. Because this is what I think of because it's also, I'm also thinking of the time period. Yeah, it, that, that's it, why I think Slipknot have been lumped into new metal because of when think, they I came out. I don't think that's what they are as a whole. I, I wouldn't. Mean, that's, I mean, that, that's what they considered as by lots of people and it pisses them off. Yeah. But. I mean, like, I wouldn't class them as a whole. I mean, maybe you could make the case that subliminal verses is maybe a little bit more 
new metalish because it's a little bit more structured and not as chaotic. Mm. But I like I don't think I think they've evolved. I think they evolved beyond that, beyond it. But I can. This is some of the sound that I imagine. But I get what you're saying about like it's too heavy, it's too chaotic. I get mm. that. There is a dark and brooding nature behind it. Mm. Um, you know, whereas a lot of new metal, you think of just like Limbiscuit, it's a lot more upbeat, mm. a poppier sound. So I see where you're coming from, but to me this like is there's, like, there's not much groove. Mm. You can bang your head to it, but it's not it's not very grooved bass. Like you think of like like Limp Biscuit is new new metal. Yeah, yeah, through and through. That's fucking mm. groove through and through. That's the kind of bounce I'm looking for in new metal. Okay, I can understand that. And I like they're they're just too they're too extreme. <laughs> I look maybe for maybe, new metal. Maybe I'd look this in a different light. Maybe I can be convinced to come around. I'm not like I get I because I totally see your side of the argument. Yeah. Maybe I've just been looking at it wrong or differently. Maybe. Mm. Maybe. I mean, like I'm just looking at Amazon's like when I talked before, there's no bass led songs. I'm like, fucking gently. What a tune. Mm. But um, all but in yeah. all, fucking great album. Yes, it is equal their best with subliminal verses. I don't know if I would be doing shit like this if I didn't listen to this album on repeat. Oh, yeah. I fucking lived off this album. Yeah. I bought the special edition one which had like the booklet was made out of rice paper. <laughs> it's fucking incredible. It's still one of the best booklets. The amount of times I, Jim and I watched the Disaster Pieces uh, uh, London show. Yeah. Fucking incredible. The fact that I did People Equal Shit and my Year 12 music group performance <laughs> exam. Yeah, I'd done um, surfacing one year. Fucking what a tune. Mm. But yeah, there's some great tunes. I can, but I see where you're coming from. Yeah, I mean, again, we, we're obviously both coming from different viewpoints yeah, in that I discovered heavy music a lot younger than what you did. Oh, yeah, very much so. So I, when I heard them, I was just like, this ain't like that <laughs> other stuff. Yeah. Well, you probably, I'm assuming, discovered it roughly. I found this like I found like within Slipknot, System of Down, Limp, uh, Limp Biscuit, Lincoln Park, things of that ilk. Yeah. All roughly around the same time. Yeah, you fell straight into new metal, which yeah. Slipknot was that's considered why had, to be a part of. That's why I had frosted tips and baggy jeans with a chain off coming off the side. Lovely. So that was the last album. Yeah. You just mentioned a band that I found interesting. That it wasn't in there, and that was System of a Down. Yeah. Uh, I can understand. I Initially, I used to be of the belief that they were new metal, mm. and then I've kind of come around to them being a bit more thrash metal-ish. Yeah. They've Especially got- that first album. That first album is fucking thrash metal through and through. Yeah. Yeah. They used to do – I've read somewhere that I think they, they used, used to do, do good do. music. <laughs> <laughs> they used to do um a cover of Rain in Blood, I think. Yeah, I've I I've, I think I read that. Yeah. Like not not all the song, I don't think. I think they used to like just and then like play for a couple of seconds and scream I mean, and then go into something. I mean Darren could fucking play it. Oh, they could all play it. Yeah. 
It'd be great. Serge singing that, he'd fucking just <laughs> be gold. Like back then, Serge. Yeah, back when he had a vo- when he actually had vocals. Um, yeah. Fucking yeah. But I mean, I, 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 yeah, it's interesting that you know, oh, what what album theirs would have been? They would. I guess toxicity. I guess toxicity because it, it fell into that timeline. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of uh, got some groove to it. Mm. It's got some fucking big time groove. They do have that. Um, Arminian feel to it though. Yeah. Like even the way Darren plays guitar. Yeah. The way it's, it's got a uh, yeah, it's got a very European feel to it. Funny they all just weren't fuckwits. Get <laughs> <laughs> your shit together. Uh, uh it'll never happen. It's nah. done and dusted. We can just appreciate the time we had together and just yeah. pretend and just pretend like some of the newer shit never came out. Yeah, it's like a perfect circle. They don't have to do anything. They've already yeah. given me murder noms and thirteenth step. Yeah. I don't need anything else from them. No, not at all. So that was our 10. Yeah. We agreed, we disagreed, we laughed, we cried, we made it this far. Uh, so let's know what you think. You can tell us how we were wrong as well. <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fight me. <laughs> fight me, you cowards, IRL. <laughs> um, nah, don't do that, I'll cry. Um, but let us know what you think. Where do we get it right? Where do we get it wrong? You can contact us at facebook.com slash altar of noise. I've got our, <laughs> our Facebook group for a second there. Um, to get Simon's band at facebook.com slash the unset. I believe they have a gig sometime soon. Yes, Easter Saturday. Cranker. Easter Saturday at the Cranker. Playing non-new metal originals. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what you should play? What? Cars by Gary Newman. <laughs> I mean, we... That'd be yeah. fucking sick. You know, I used to do re-arra- uh, rearranged. Oh, that'd be good. Mm. I could play that on bass. Although you got a much better bass, just so that's better. Well, yeah, it used to be Elian used to play it on bass and sing it. Yeah. We used to just do it as a bass and drum thing. Fair enough. I can stand on the sideline going. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? The D straight scratching. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> we're, all, we're all dying. Oh. Uh, you can check me out at twitch.tv slash mad dog Uh That's it from us this week. We're going to go uh, draw Brandon Boyd on Simon's nipples. Yep. Uh, in the meantime, stay safe. We'll see you all in the next episode. Bye.